15 minutes after 11, uh, your views around all the topics that we've been having are really, really pertinent. I think as South Africans, it is good that we, we, we look at these issues, especially when it comes that of the natural gas and the resources. Let us find a way. Let us pull together. We heard what our guest was saying there um, around this particular issue. Right now, I'd like us uh, to talk about money. I'm getting uh, messages on my private cell phone number of people saying, Patricia, 4.2 billion rands that remains unclear. How do we get our hands on that money? Well, this is money accumulated by 4.8 million beneficiaries. And it's according to the Financial Sector Conduct Authority, whose role is to assist beneficiaries. This money lies in pension funds. This comes at a time where millions of people are struggling to financially sustain themselves due to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic and an economy that has already been in recession for a long time long time and things are just not looking good. I mean, look at the price of fuel. People are really in need of uh, um, of any sort of windfall when it comes to money. To educate us a bit more about uh, this and the people who are affected by this 4.2 billion rands sounds like a, a huge number and I want a bit of it, but yeah, I don't think I qualify in any case. We are joined on the line by Takalani Lukamani. Takalani Lukamani is a manager and she conducts uh, supervision in the retirement fund division at the Financial Sector Conduct Authority. Dagalani, thank you very much for joining us. Um, thank you very much for the opportunity, Patricia. Um, we are happy to be on your show to discuss this very important topic. Perhaps let's start off by giving our listeners and myself as well an understanding as to what you do as the Financial Sector Conduct Authority. Um, so the Financial Sector Conduct Authority is the regulator um, and also a market uh, authority. So what we do is that we um, ensure that the financial sector is operating efficiently and that customers are informed and treated fairly by financial services providers um, and the entities that we regulate. So just to give you an indication of some of those financial services providers, it would be your insurance companies, um, your financial advisors, um, your um, collective investment schemes, your investment managers. Um, so we essentially make sure that they are complying with the various regulations that they're meant to comply with. Um, and we make sure that in their conduct, um, when dealing with yourself as a financial customers and members of the public, um, that they're treating those members fairly um, and we ensure also financial stability in the financial sector. All right. Stability is something that's really needed in the financial sector because we, we've heard of reports of people, you know, being um, conned out of their money. But yes. when it comes to this issue of unclaimed monies from 4.8 million beneficiaries in South Africa, how do we get to that point? Isn't it the responsibility of a financial advisor or the financial institution to always keep their books up to date and pay their beneficiaries what is due? Yes, um, I mean, this money has accumulated uh, over a, a number of years, so you can imagine in terms of the financial um, sector, but the retirement funds themselves have been around for, for time immemorial. I mean, our act is as at 1956 when we, when we would have officially started regulating them, but we've got funds that are actually even older than that. Um, so when a person would leave, um, either they wouldn't know that they had a benefit available, um, and they wouldn't claim 
um, as it is now when we're trying to, or funds are trying to trace those members, we don't have up-to-date information um, on those members. So either the employer didn't update their information or the members didn't update their information. Um, And you can imagine in some instances, you know, people came to work um, in metropolitan areas, but once they were done with their work, they left to go to rural areas um, and it's very difficult to, to trace them um, and, and to make uh, payment. And some people just don't know that they had a benefit at all. Um, you know, to, in today's 2021, we're talking about an information age where, um, you know, information is freely available, but the uh, situation wasn't the same 20, uh, 25 years ago, even 15 years ago. So... Um, some people didn't even know that these benefits existed for them. So that is the struggle in trying to get uh, information out there and shows such as yourself um, today actually assist us in getting the message out there. Takalani, if these funds are unclaimed, do they accumulate with compounded interest as they are supposed to, even if they're unclaimed? They do. They do um, uh, accumulate with interest. So what we do, um, and, and it's freely available on our on our website as well. You will see in our annual report um, that there is interest that is added on um, from the various retirement funds. Um, they have different ways of investing it, but um, essentially we encourage that they protect the capital um, uh, value of those unclaimed benefits so that a member comes to claim that there is actually a benefit to be payable. A-teamers and all listeners of SAFM, we are talking about unclaimed pension funds to the tune of 42 billion rands. Billion rands, yes, I said it. And it's uh, accumulated between uh, 4.8 million beneficiaries. You could be one of them. Listen, I could be one of them, you know. So you let's can. make sure that we are listening out to Dakalani and uh, find out a bit more. Dakalani, let's say a parent, an uncle, an aunt of mine who has passed on, a grandparent, they've passed on and they had this benefit. They were not aware of it. Can I still, as their, their heir, inherit this windfall of money? Yes. Um, as, as in our terms, we would call you a beneficiary. Um, so you would, you would, and we get these um, inquiries all the time, and we really do encourage them um, that you would make an inquiry on behalf of um, your deceased uh, uh, relative, um, and a payment would be made. But payment would then be made into the estate, um, and then it would be distributed to whoever has been identified as beneficiaries from that estate um, going forward. So. Um, we're more than happy to assist and we do really get those uh, inquiries all the time. The system is designed uh, and our inquiry process is designed um, for for people to assist um, others who might not have access perhaps or um, for beneficiaries to come forward if they're not the main member or the main member um, is no longer with us. Is it at any cost? I mean, from for, let's say, for instance, I'm one of this 4.8 million people and I'm about to get 1 billion because, I mean, there's 42 billion there. <laughs> <laughs> wishful thinking. But um, w- would you take a percentage as the Financial Sector Conduct Authority for the work that you have done to allocate the funds that were due to me? No. Um, we, we perform the service for free. So just to give an overview of what the process is, We've asked 
um, all the retirement funds in the sector to provide us with their unclaimed benefit information um, because the money actually sits with the retirement fund um, that you belong to. So say, for instance, you worked for, or you work for SAFM um, and you didn't claim your money and there's an SAFM Provident Fund. Um, we would then have asked uh, SAM, uh, FM Provident Fund to give us their information. So say, for instance, they gave us 50 people didn't claim their money. Um, we then host that on our website and it's freely available, um, obviously taking out any personal information so someone wouldn't know um, that your ID, your date of birth, um, you would have put that information in. The system will then come back and say there's a possible match for you. Um, here is the administrator to contact, and this is the name of the fund that might have a benefit um, due to you. Um, and at the same time, the administrator of that fund also received a notification saying Patricia did a uh, search on um, the FSCA database. Um, here are her contact details. Please contact her to verify if she is a uh, bona fide claimant of this this money. So the verification process of whether that one billion is <laughs> due to you um, would then take place with that administrator. We facilitate and are hosting the database because we appreciate that, um, like you mentioned earlier, say with the beneficiary, they might not have known which fund. Um, their father belonged to. So um, we we then are facilitating gen- them uh, locating which retirement fund might have a potential uh, claim for them to, to be paid out. But it's all done for free, um, and we do have a team of dedicated people um, to assist with uh, inquiries as well over and above our call center and an SMS line as well. So we've really tried to capture all the platforms um, that people could use uh, to try and uh, claim their benefits where they believe they might have left a benefit unclaimed in a certain retirement fund. Listen, Dagalani, you've made the process so much easier. All you need is an ID number and then the verification processes that will take after that. But at least you can find out whether or not you stand um, to claim from any of the benefits that you've contributed to what's your pension. Let me go to some of our A-teamers on the line. Ndindini in Cape Town. Good morning. Morning. Yes, Hello. good morning. We can hear morning. you loud and clearly. Yeah. Hello. We can Hello. hear you loud and clearly, Dindini. What is your co- question or comment? Uh, yes, I, I, I wanted to, to participate on this. Uh, I mean, fund, a pension fund thing. Uh, Go ahead. Context. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I've, I, I put I, I put aside my pension uh, with one company insurance company. I, I took my pension out and I invested with the insurance company. Then, because there is this uh, COVID thing, I found that the amount of money that I invested with them is going down at a very high rate. And yet, I'm also investing in properties. And that property I'm still paying. And I'm asking them if I can draw that money to settle the property because the property seemingly is performing far better than the investment in that uh, in that 
But they, they, this insurance company is hiding behind the regulation that I cannot, I cannot draw that money. I cannot take the money and opt, opt for another investment. And I'm, I want to ask you if that is the case and what should I do if uh, I, I, because I, I want to challenge that. I'm supposed to take lawyers, but I don't have my money for the lawyers. All right, Ntendine, please uh, listen on the line and uh, Takalani will give you a response. Takalani? Um, so I, I, I'm getting the question to be that perhaps he had left employment, and I'm going to answer it on that basis, that perhaps he left employment and then saved his money in what we call a preservation fund. Um, so if you didn't want to take your money in cash, um, then you could preserve uh, the money in, in, in a separate uh, retirement fund. Now, those preservation funds operate on the basis that, um, and they're correct in answering that there is regulation that binds us, you know, there are laws that, that, that govern the retirement funds. Um, they operate on the basis that you're allowed to take out one withdrawal. Now, that one withdrawal from that preservation fund um, can be the entire amount, so um, you could have taken out the entire amount from the preservation fund. But once you've taken out one withdrawal from there, you would then not be allowed to take out another withdrawal until you reach the age of 55, um, and even then you must retire from that fund. Um, but what I would encourage him to do, just for us to clarify um, the, the regulations and if that is indeed the case uh, in terms of what I've answered, that he, he send us, uh, uh, send me an email um, so we can see the correspondence between himself and that insurance company and just clarify that that is in, indeed the product um, that he purchased um, or that he, that he invested in um, and then we can, we can take matters from there. Um, but uh, there are laws that govern these retirement funds, and therefore, um, there isn't. It, it's the type of vehicle that you would be in um, that would govern whether you are allowed to withdraw monies or not. Um, but he's more than welcome to contact me, and then we can we can just make sure that that is the product that he is in. Excellent. Uh, I think, Takalani, let's uh, hold it right now. We'll come back after the news, uh, um, you know, headline. Uh, and from there onwards, we'll be able to just take the call. We've got Tabo on the line. We've got some messages. And I think it's very important for people to know the process and contact details where they can get assistance. Is that okay with you? Oh, definitely. I, I, I will be waiting. Excellent. <laughs> it's 11.30. Utsile Sako with the headlines. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. We are talking money, 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 money. Uh, 42 billion rands and claimed funds by 4.8 million beneficiaries in South Africa. And this is according to the Financial Sector Conduct Authority. Ooh, I know a lot of you are probably greasing your hands already and saying, I wish, I wish I'm going to enter my ID number. Maybe there's a company that did not pay me out my pension fund or, you know, I forgot about some funds and that could be me. Well, if it is the case, uh, please do make sure that you're tuned in or call in on 011-714-2006. Our guest is uh, Zakani Lukamani, who is a manager uh, for who conducts supervision in the retirement funds division for the financial sector. Conduct Authority. On the line, I've got Tabo, who's in the Northern Cape. Good morning, Tabo. 
Hi, Patricia, how are you? Excellent, thank you. Very well. You know, I'm glad you brought uh, Ustagalani. You know, your, your other colleague that always has this show with uh, Brian Hesh. You know, I've been phoning in for, for, for many years now. And um, basically what happens is uh, my father, who's unfortunately late now, uh, he was working for over 20 years for a company called Premier Milling. You know, it is the company that owns the likes of Sasco and so on. And around 99, he was retrenched, and he got very little money, something like 5000 or so, after working for 20 years. And then uh, a few years later, I tried to follow up with the company because I've got a whole string of uh, documentation. He used to belong to a pension fund. He used to have a policy with Salam and so on and so forth. But to cut the long story short, uh, that about 5000 that's all the money he got. He never got any annuities. He never got anything. And I tried to follow up with the company, with Salam, with uh, the other uh, insurance company where he had a a proving fund, and I couldn't get any assistance. Brian Hesh, I sent him all the emails and all the information. He couldn't assist either. He referred me to the company. I went back to the company. The company sent me a new story. And up until today, uh, I've not been able to get any assistance. So I'm really hoping that Ostagalani and the FSCA will be able to assist. How can she assist me? Tabo, answer me this. Have you received any evidence that there was a pension or provident fund or retirement annuity contribution uh, for the period that your father was working for that company? Well, your question is, do I have any evidence? Yes. Is there evidence? Yes, I do have the evidence. That he was contributing towards a retirement fund? Yes, I do have the evidence. But he did not receive any payout for it? Yes, he never got anything. Okay. And what is your evidence? I ask this question because a lot of people feel, you know, because you got a small payout as a lump sum, um, then that's it. But what is that evidence? Well, look, uh, uh, there, there was some... Um, a payout that was made, but I mean, like I said, it was in a region of about five grand, okay? And when I look at the statements at the time, the argument was that now he was he had taken a, a, a building loan from the, from the employer, and as a result, the employer was deducting that building loan, and it was a ridiculous interest rate of about 25%, but I'm not disputing that. I mean, we come from a history of exploitation of black people, so 25% on a home loan, at the time, it was not uncommon. Uh, but the point is, at the time when he was retained, he was given about five grand, and more than 20 grand was deducted from his uh, pension payout, or whatever the payout it was You called. see, you're still know. not answering. What proof do you have that there was a contribution towards retirement? I said the, 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 the proof is the document that I have that shows that the, he belonged to a retirement uh, fund. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So I suppose that's what Takalani is going to need from you. Thank you very much, Tabo. At the end of our conversation with Takalani, she'll give contact details and websites as to how you can contact her and get that assistance with that proof. All right, thank you. Excellent, Tabo. Good luck. Okay, bye. Let's go to some of the voice notes. Hello, this is Patricia. Uh, can I be anonymous, please? Yo, uh, regarding the pension fund, ne? I've got a child. My child is a minor, but now she's 10 years. Her father passed on when, when she was 7 years. I cannot access the money. The money is at the high court. 
So now the master of the high court is giving me up and down. I've submitted all the documents. So now I have got a, a lot of stress. I'm not working. I've got a second year student in university. So I'm struggling a lot whilst the money of my child is sitting there at the high court. Can your guest please help? Please, please. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Takane, and maybe let's uh, respond. Uh, can you help, uh, Takalane? Can you yes. uh, help uh, when it comes to this? Um, I I could try and give her contact details for who she would need to contact um, at the the high court, and just to verify um, that that's where the money is. Because sometimes money is put for a minor beneficiary in what we call a beneficiary fund, or it's sitting in a trust that is actually under the, the, the master of the high court um, and has got a trust deed. There we wouldn't be able to assist because it's not under our jurisdiction, but perhaps it's sitting in a beneficiary fund that is administered by or um, uh, uh, regulated by our office. But we would also need to see whether um, she would be able to have access to that money to take care of the, the child because the money is put there so that um, it, it, it benefits the child until they reach um, age of majority. So we would just need to see. But she can always send us through the documents and information and then we just need to verify whether we have jurisdiction or not. In the case of Tabo, who's inquiring about her fa- his father, um, you'd be able to help with that situation, right? No, definitely would be able to help. And I think people... Um, Obviously, and I think you've addressed one very important issue is that, you know, when, when we're looking at pension funds, people really need to be sure because as much as it's 42 billion, like you said, it's only due to 4.8 million people and those people um, contributed to a pension fund and, and um, we need proof, you know, some sort of proof that they actually contributed to a pension fund as well. And I know a lot of people come back and say, look, it was a long time ago. I don't have um, any proof. Um, and, uh, you know, my father lost the documents or whatever else. But um, it is important. Uh, obviously, if we find the person on our database, it's an easier thing. But if we don't, um, you know, then the, the proof and, and the owners of proof really does rely on the person alleging that there is a benefit that they believe might be due to them. Um, we would be able to assist them. And I think um, uh, what is unfortunate is that people do then take out loans um, specifically for housing which is allowed in terms of the Pension Funds Act, um, and, and um, not realizing that when they do withdraw from the fund, that money will be deducted uh, from the, the withdrawal benefits uh, that they have. Um, but we can certainly uh, make inquiries with the fund just to verify that the amount that he got paid is, is the correct amount that was meant to be paid to him. Mm. All right. Um, you know, when I'm looking at uh, this uh, message here from Jilly, who's in Palm Ridge in the East Rand, Jilly says uh, some of the companies uh, who are responsible for this pension fund, they are not doing enough to communicate with the member of the fund and they don't care about their beneficiaries. So are there any punitive measures for these people, companies who are doing this? Um, there are there there are measures in place from our side, um, not punitive in the sense that they're not they're not penalties, but it is a responsibility of the trustees of the retirement funds to trace and pay these benefits. So 
from our side as a uh, as a financial sector conduct authority, we are engaging with those funds on an ongoing basis to then establish what are they doing to try and trace uh, and pay these benefits, um, and what measures do they then have in place um, to ensure that their data is up to date. So we also prevent future unclaimed benefits because we could you know we could talk about um, benefits today, but uh, going back, but we also need to make sure that we prevent um, any future unclaimed benefits. Um, in terms of visibility, um, we are trying to make sure that we find other ways as well as together working with the industry um, to create awareness around the fact that there are these unclaimed benefits uh, that people should come forward and claim um, their money. So it, it is really a collaborative uh, um, effort between ourselves and, and the sector, um, but it it does depend on people coming forward on the platforms that we have created as well um, to try and, and, and find the beneficiaries that we're looking for. Could you please, uh, Dagalana, give us contact details for yourself and uh, FSCA so that those who would like to find out if they can claim this 42 billion rand, um, if they qualify? Um, so people can try uh, on our database, uh, on our website, it's www.fsca.co.za. Um, they can always email um, an inquiry with their ID number to pension dot UB member ID at fsca.ca.za. Um, they can also call our uh, toll-free call center number, which is 0800-203722. Um, um, my email address for those inquiries that are um, um, that do need to come through when people don't have um, access to the website or anything else. It's takarani dot rukaimane at fsca dot co dot zd. Excellent, Takalani. Thank you so very much. And good luck to all those who are listening who will be reclaiming what they have contributed towards. <laughs> have a good morning. Thank you so much, and thank you for the opportunity again. Um, and if you want us to come again to discuss any other matters, we're more than happy to do that. Excellent.